Having car problems? Well, with Rhoda, getting them fixed is as easy as ordering takeout. They'll come pick up your car for free, do any repair or maintenance needed, and return it right to your driveway. They'll even give you a complimentary video inspection of your car so you can see what needs to be done. Perfect for those of us that maybe aren't so car savvy. Book your appointment online at roda.com. And lucky for you, CityCast listeners get a 20% discount on any service for up to $100 off. Just use the code CityCast20. Today on CityCast DC, there is only one DC. Did you guys know that? There's not like a second secret other DC floating around the South Atlantic or something. And now everyone is going to know that because it's DC's new tourism slogan. There's only one DC. Is it smart? Is it dumb? Bridget and I have some thoughts and so do some of you. Stick around while we hash them all out. Oh, and after the interview, our lead producer Priyanka Tilbe will be joining us for a conversation sponsored by Alliance Francaise about the organization's upcoming trip to Paris, their language classes, and all the other cool work they're doing. Stick around to learn more. It'll be super. Today is Thursday, October 26th. I'm Michael Schaefer, and here's what DC is talking about. Hey, Bridget. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Living the dream. So it looks like D.C. is rolling out this new tourism initiative to try to woo back international travelers. It sounds like after the pandemic, domestic travelers from other states did start coming back to D.C., but international travelers seem to be in a bit of a lull. So they have this flashy new initiative or campaign or whatever you want to call it to try to woo back some of those folks called There's Only One D.C., Yes, they rolled this out at a thing in August. And before I say how terrible a slogan I think it is, I will say it's, look, it, it is fr from a tourist authority point of view, right? And every city has like an agency to, designed to kick up tourism. It is tough to sell DC because on one level it sells itself. It's great, right? We've got the Smithsonian, we've got the mall, we've got the history of the country, we've got the White House, the Capitol. There's all kinds of reasons why particularly Americans would want to come here. But then there is an urge, and I feel it too as a native, as a hometowner, to say like, hey, dudes, like we're more than just a bunch of marble edifices. And that's where you kind of at very high speed get to like meaninglessness. So they say like there's only one DC, like this is factually true. There is only one District of Columbia. There's not some other District of Columbia <laughs> located in <laughs> Illinois. There is the country has only one capital. This is it. They are trying to suggest that like, you know, it's a unique place. There's more to it than all that. You, but if you just sort of look at the phrase alone, like you could also say like, there's only one Fort Worth. And that doesn't necessarily mean anything, which may, I don't know, maybe I've never had to sell anything. So <laughs> maybe not meaning anything is okay, but it seems awful to me. So I actually like parts of the initiative, not that, but not the slogan. I agree with you saying there's only one of something doesn't mean that it's like a huge draw. Yeah, there's only one Fort Worth. That doesn't mean that I have a desire to see it. I will say that I feel a little bit similar to you when it comes to, I don't know, I feel like DC 
has this vibe of needing to prove that it's more than what you think that I don't know that other cities do. Like, I don't know that New York would ever be like, oh, we're more than just Broadway and finance where we have other things too. Or that Miami would be like, oh, we're more than just the beach and nightlife. We also have these things. It feels a little bit like, oh, you're really trying to prove something here. Right. And anywhere that does it, it's like, it's like protest too much. And like, it's kind of more about us and our need (laughs) to feel like we're something than visitors. Because like, let's say like Orlando, right? Orlando, Florida, it's a big city. It's like a big reach. There's like more than a million people. There's a lot of stuff going on. But you and me know it as a place to go to like Disney World or SeaWorld or or I don't know, I don't even know, Universal Studios, whatever's there. And if there's an ad campaign saying like, hey, like come to our sophisticated arts district and our cool restaurants and our nightlife. I mean, that may be true, but everywhere has got nightlife and there's plenty of places with good food. There's only one place with Disney World. So, you know, maybe the move is like, this will get people to spend an extra day or something like that. But it feels kind of like, dude, I'm I am never going to go to Orlando for the night, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it, looking into the initiative, some of the things they were promoting as part of the There's Only One DC campaign were our award-winning, like James Beard award-winning restaurant scene. So, okay, I'll, I'll give them that one. True. The monuments, which like, okay, everyone knows about that. That's kind of going back to come to DC for the monuments. The sports scene, granted, I don't know a ton about sports, but part of me is like, oh, is that really like... Are people really coming from Japan to go to a Nationals game? Question mark. That's a that's a question I would I would pose to the listenership. Mm-hmm. Like, is that really something that's happening? So when you actually look at some of the parts of the initiative that DC is pushing, it does seem to be the monuments and then some other things around it. So it's like, why hype it in this way if that's the case? Right. And I think, you know, you show pictures of people cheering at a baseball game or uh you know, eating at a cafe or something, even if you've got baseball and cafes all over the place, it serves as a reminder that, hey, this place I am going to potentially take my family to uh, or pay a lot of money to take a vacation in is actually like it's not just going to be like a school field trip kind of thing. So that even if somebody's not actually going to like get on the metro from their downtown hotel and go to like Columbia Heights or something, that they like to think of themselves as the kind of person who goes to sophisticated places and not the kind of person who just uh, re-does their eighth grade uh, class trip. That's a good point. When looking at some of the influencers and and famous people they highlight in the commercials, they highlight Virginia Ali, which I thought is Mm -hmm. a nod to that. So it's like, maybe you're not going to really do a deep dive into exploring the DC local community, but you might go to Ben's. And like, I like like a nod to that, that like, there are some things that you could put on the itinerary that are going to differentiate this trip from your average eighth grade DC field trip, which I think is a nice touch. Correct. And there's like a long, rich Black history in DC that is, you know, probably more significant than in almost any other American city. And that's an interest to like domestic tourists. But I think there's actually a lot of people, you know, overseas, particularly in Europe, for whom like the struggle of African-Americans is actually like a really interesting and compelling story and something that makes the United States an interesting place for them, even if it hasn't been their fight. That seems like a pretty good thing to sell about D.C. for sure. Yeah. More than just like we have good restaurants, because, again, there's many expensive places you could go to that also have good restaurants. But that's my thing is I don't think the slogan of... There's only one DC 
captures the in, the cultural importance of what you were just explaining. I think there's a I think there's a better slogan that might make that clear rather than there's only one DC. I don't know. I I think that there is a way to to sell that. I don't know that the slogan achieves it. Yeah, but I think the other thing is like, do people from overseas want to come here as tourists, and what do they want to see? And I think it's like our interest to them is like pretty tied up in like the global image of the United States, which is like not great right now. It's, <laughs> it's no fault of ours, even though like we Washingtonians are the ones whose like jobs and livelihoods are suffering if people are kind of down on the United States. And that too is a challenge. So, so instead of saying like, hey, come see our glorious American constitution, which can do no wrong, we're saying like, okay, we've got that. But like, you can also like as a like cosmopolitan person who can afford uh, airfare across the Atlantic, you can have a good and interesting time here and engage in appropriate bourgeois activities like shopping and dining. <laughs> well, I will say I do know multiple Australian folks who have like their big trip for their lives is a, a, a tour around the United States. And so I'll be like, oh, what cities are you going to? And Usually it's New York, L.A., Chicago, like they, like they want to experience like the big American cities. Mm -hmm. Notably absent sometimes is D.C. I don't know. I don't know that people in other countries necessarily see it as needs to be on the list if they're doing a tour around the major cities in the United States. So what do you tell these innocent Australians that are on walkabout <laughs> around North America? What do you say to them to um, lure them to our hometown? If I'm being honest, I usually am like, if you're hitting New York and L.A. Oh, come on. You probably, you've probably seen it. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, if you are an Australian listening and you're like, should I be traveling to D.C.? There's I plenty say, of Outback Steakhouses in the suburbs. There's plenty, plenty. Oh, my gosh. I would say just what you said, right? That, like, D.C. is a very unique city in that the Black cultural impact is very important to our city. and the history of, of, of that is like something that is unique to D.C. I would say that it's a beautiful city. I would say that it's very walkable. So some cities you visit, if you visit L.A., you're probably spending a lot of money on cabs and Ubers. D.C. is not like that. So if you want to experience the city as a walker, it's very easy to do that. The weather is very mild. There are all kinds of reasons why D.C. should be on that list that is up there with like some of the other big American cities. I just don't know that this slogan captures it. Right. And I would think that, that like, look, you are you are not going to travel from Australia to Washington, D.C. in order to go to Penn's Chili. Uh, and I say <laughs> no. this with no slight to Virginia. We had a very good time with her and we, we had good house smokes. But I would I think there's probably a way of saying it that like the barriers, the distance, like the physical distance, the logistical different distance between like the tourist part and the part where you get to feel like a normal, cool person. It's actually a fairly easy transition to make compared to a lot of places you could visit where like it's literally at a distance and and so on. That's a really good point. When was the last time you went to the theater? Well, we have a new show for you to check out. The Gala Theater in Columbia Heights is showing the political musical comedy Museum in the Closet, Avida's Return. 
which follows Argentine icon Eva Perón to the afterlife as her preserved corpse ignites political scandals, clandestine affairs, and mysterious murders. The show is full of samba, reggae, and tango that will have you tapping your feet nonstop. The show is in Spanish with English surtitles and will run from May 9th through June 9th. Get your tickets now at galatheater.org or call 202-234-7174. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I will say something that I, I thought was really cool about the initiative is how they are putting the signage and slogans and whatever in different markets across the world. And so they specifically said that if you get into one of those iconic black cabs in London, you might see like Visit DC. When I tell you that if I was in London visiting and I saw a sign that was like, come to DC in one of those black taxi cabs, I would freak out. I would be so excited. So I thought that was pretty cool. Do you think that people will see that sign in their black London taxi cab and think like... Jolly good. I'm going to hop on a plane immediately. No, when is the last time that I, I, that you've even noticed signage in a taxi cab and like it's got you to do something? For me, it's like right. never, but somebody might. Right. I mean, I, you see in D.C., you see uh, advertisements, a lot of Philly ads on Metro buses here. There was a time when I saw a lot of ads for Columbus, Ohio. And those were more aimed. It's a pretty cool place to relocate your business or something. They were stressing the number of educated people on the university. So, so it wasn't like, you know, come to the cafes on your summer vacation. But you do see these sort of civic ads and it's a competitive and fairly tough business. Yeah, it's funny. I remember seeing an ad for Buffalo and the big selling point for Buffalo was like, you can be in New York in under an hour. <laughs> you can be in New York City very quickly. It, it is interesting. By plane? It's well, a yeah, long by, drive. Yeah, they were like, it's less than an hour plane ride to someplace else that you actually want to be. No shade to Buffalo. I actually really like Buffalo. But I, I do also see in D.C. a lot of ads that are like, there's direct flights from Dulles to get to Barbados or whatever, like mm -hmm. really highlighting the ease of how to get there. I don't think that's a selling point for anybody overseas to come to D.C. It's probably not going to be easy to get here. You probably will have to take at least a connection. It's tough because we love living here. I actually think it's a great place to live. It's a great place to raise kids. It's, you know, I've got a nice and rich life here where I can do a lot of cool things that I couldn't do if I lived someplace else. It's just very hard to sell that as like a reason for tourism as opposed to a reason to like, you know, live here. But maybe that's okay. Maybe sometimes things that you can't put into a pithy slogan that fits nicely into the back of a cab or on a billboard or something, maybe it's okay that as long as the people who live here feel really good about where they live and do get to enjoy a rich life, maybe it's okay if it doesn't sell itself well to people who, you know, live elsewhere. You know, that's okay unless your business is selling hotel rooms. Um, <laughs> then you case, might. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real problem. There's like a long history of like bad sloganeering here. Like on license plates in the 80s, it used to say a capital city, which again, like 
I think it was a play on words. Like, look, it's a, you know, it's capital. A capital Good. city. Um, but like, yes, it literally is the capital of the country. It is a capital city. You know, it that would be true if it sucked. That would be true if it was awesome. I guess I think the move with tourists is like, particularly for Americans, like, they're going to come to Washington for the reasons people have always come to Washington. They're going to come to show their kids the Capitol and see the Declaration of Independence and go to some Smithsonian museums and take in the majestic mall views and so on. If the name of the game is like, hey, why not stay three days instead of two or, or five days instead of three or something, then saying like, hey, there's stuff to do that's not like school. That's, I think, it's kind of around the margins. So if you were in charge of picking a different slogan, do you have one that you would use that would convey that? And if I'm selling DC as a place to, for visitors, a place to extend your vacation, I would probably like focus on like, it's pretty easy to visit. It's easy to get around. It's, you know, you can do a lot easily. And the stuff you can do is not just field trip. So make it a longer trip. So you, your slogan would be something like, DC, throw an extra day on that trip. <laughs> That's what I would tell your Australian friends for sure. <laughs> Worth an extra day. Okay, I like that. Uh, how about you? What's your slogan? How about this? DC, we're worth the trip. Sounds good to me, man. <laughs> okay, they need to put that in the cabs in London. I want to see that in the back of a cab next time I'm in London. Yeah. Or I don't know, like maybe people here, uh, we all make a, a big distinction between like capital W, Washington, and DC, which means like this town we live in. And... You know, that Philly has a slogan like this, but if it was like, you know, come for Washington, stay for D.C. or something like that. Oh, that's good. Come for Washington, stay for D.C. That's that. That's it. I think that's the one. That's a winner. <laughs> All right. Glad to hear it. <laughs> You're welcome, Destination D.C. Yeah, Destination D.C. Call Michael Schaefer. He's got a slogan for you. Well, Michael, I will see you around any number of D.C.'s iconic monuments. Or many of our... Uh, popular and award-winning neighborhood eateries. <laughs> and listener, don't go anywhere in just a second. We've got a segment sponsored by Alliance Francaise. Lead producer Priyanka Tilve is chatting with the organization's executive director about some exciting events coming up that you can join. Hey, I'm CityCast DC lead producer Priyanka Tilve, here with Sarah Delis-Gentil, the executive director of Alliance Francaise. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for being here. Bonjour, Priyanka. I'm very happy to be here, too. So, Sarah, I hear that next April, Alliance Francaise is planning a fashion trip to Paris. What is that all about? Well, Priyanka, um, we are relaunching our trip series at the Alliance Francaise, the French Language and Cultural Center in D.C., and uh, in 2024, in April, from the 21st to the 28th of April, we will have a trip to Paris around the theme of fashion. We will be meeting fashion designers. We will have dinner one night with a few fashion designers. We'll go to their workshop. We will have a welcoming and closing dinner. We will have a perfume masterclass and perfume making. We will visit some uh, high locations of fashion history in Paris, including museums. That truly sounds like the coolest trip. And as the person setting it up, it sounds like you have the coolest job. <laughs> How does this fit into Alliance Francaise's overall goals? Well, our mission is to promote 
the French language and the francophone cultures in the plural because there are many countries in the world where French is either the official language or the second official language or one of the languages that uh, you know used in the country. So we don't focus exclusively on France. So for instance, we always had local designers from either France or who had studied in France, but they were not French. There's always a link with the mission, but we, we like to open it up. Are you connected with the French government or the French embassy for these things? Or how does that work? So Alliance Française in DC is a independent, non-profit, non-governmental. So we're not affiliated with the French government. Uh, we do partner with them for events. Uh, we offer French classes, all levels, from a beginner to completely advanced, from age one to 99, cultural events and the library in French language. We do partner also with other French-speaking embassies, Belgium, Luxembourg, Monaco, but also from uh, the African countries or from Madagascar, the Middle East, every country that had French as an official language or had it separately like Georgia, the Caucasus, Serbia, Greece, you know, all of these countries. Wow, that's a lot. Um, and then there are lots of like cultural events you mentioned as well. Correct. So our, our cultural offerings are not only focused on fashion. We offer author readings. Uh, some famous French authors come to the Alliance and speak about their books. Actually, the next one will be in November. It will be Giuliano da Ampoli. So that's very exciting. We also have uh, lecturers who can come to talk about uh, many subjects. It could be uh, climate change or it could be uh, uh, the buildings of Washington, the French influence in D.C., it could be wine tasting and we, we have, um, you know, uh, music sometimes. We have film festivals a lot. Uh, so, yeah, we a lot of events. I think you'd mentioned that there are lots of other educational activities that you all host, right? Right, yes. Well, the classes are for adults and kids. You know, we start as, at the young age as one. But we also have, uh, the classes are group or private, online and in person. And then we have certifications. And the certifications very important because if you want to emigrate either to France or uh, to Quebec or to Canada, each country has a specific certification that proves that you can speak the language and therefore when you arrive, you're not lost and you can actually start working. So you need to be at a B2 level. If you want to acquire French citizenship because you've been married for a few years to a French person, you can do so, but you have to prove that you can speak French and uh, it means that you need to take an exam that shows that you're at B1 level. So it's a little bit harder than getting the U.S. citizenship in terms of proving the language. And then, of course, if you want to uh, go to France for university and you've done uh, French 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 and AP, you can take the exam that will show that you speak French uh, well enough to go to France for undergrad study. And you can also do the same. Let's say you, you learn French in college and you really, really want to do the postdoc or a PhD in France, or you want to work with Doctors Without Borders or, or the UNO, you need to take those certifications. That's we the only place in DC for that. So if people want to sign up for the French language classes, the cultural events, any of these other services that you mentioned, where should they go? Well, they should go on our website. FranceDC.org is, uh, is our website. Amazing. And then the magical trip to Paris that you mentioned, when exactly is that again? That's going to be 21st of April to 28th. So the, the trip will not include the plane fare, but the uh, price, which is around $5,000 and a bit more, depending whether you're single or not, includes the breakfast, the room, all of the visits, dinner with the designers, welcoming and uh, 
closing dinner and all of the visits. Yeah. Great. And when is the deadline to sign up for that? The deadline will be March and people can pay an installment plan as well. Plenty of time. Is there also a capacity? Like how many seats are available? We will accept up to 30 people. We won't uh, do the trip if we don't have at least 20, but we will accept 30 people. Okay, so sign up so that you can go on that trip to Paris. They need more than 20 people and only 30 people get to go. So get signing. All right, that's amazing. Sarah, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Thank you at CityCast. Check out francedc.org to learn more. We'll have that link for you in our show notes as well. So you're just a click away. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Alliance Francaise, make sure to check out our show notes. We've got all the details there. That's all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, tell everyone that there's only one CityCast DC. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Bye.